This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. Welcome back to the Knowledge at Wharton podcast. I'm Rachel Kipp, Associate Editorial Director of the Knowledge at Wharton website. We're here today with Wharton Management Professor Paul Neri. He's going to talk to us about his recent paper that provides new insights into the phenomenon of private equity buyouts. Paul, thanks for being with us today. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Private equity firms are often viewed as destroyers of corporate value, but your paper actually argues that the opposite may be true. Yes, correct. Uh, It's actually really fascinating because even though the 80s are far gone now, uh, we still oftentimes think about private equity firms as these greedy destroyers of good businesses, always willing to strip away corporate value in pursuit of short-term gains. Uh, And aside from some anecdotal evidence from a few cases, we actually really don't know much about their actual behavior when it comes to, for example, acquiring businesses that publicly owned corporations divest. We simply don't have enough research that looks into this. So in fact, in our study, we do find that private equity investors may in fact play an important role that helps revitalize businesses by taking a longer term approach to creating value. So we find that private equity firms tend to acquire businesses that may fail to realize their potential under public ownership, essentially divisions of firms that may have been neglected or under incentivized by their parent corporations. So PE firms then play a more important role in markets for businesses than we previously thought, as they actually may acquire mismanaged or neglected businesses and invest time and resources into nurturing them in a way that would have been impossible under public ownership. Now, how did you test this? So we did an empirical study of about 1,600 uh, acquisitions of divested business units uh, that PE firms or other corporate acquirers bought from their publicly owned parent firms. What were you looking for when you were looking at these firms? So we were interested to just go to the real basics and just understand what the PE firms were doing. So we were actually just looking at the behavior of private equity acquirers as compared to other acquirers, for example, other corporations that may be buying similar types of divested assets. And what set the private equity firms apart? So they seem to be much more likely to buy businesses that were unrelated to their parents' core businesses as well as businesses that tended to be potentially neglected. So, for example, those that may have required higher investment than their parents were able to provide or that required better aligned incentives for their managers. Now, you pointed out that private equity firms have a somewhat bad reputation that might have da- that dates back to the 80s. Does this, point, does this paper point to that private equity firms have changed their practices since the 1980s in terms of what they target? It may very well be the case. Actually, we do observe, uh, not in our study, but in general, there's a lot of evidence for this, that private equity firms tend to be more professional now. Um, They have institutional investors that expect certain types of behavior and certain types of stability. So I do think that the private equity firms of today are much different from the private equity firms at the beginning of the industry, so say 70s or the 80s. What lesson does this paper provide for private equity firms? Does it point to maybe they should be marketing their value a little bit better? I do think there is a case to be made for that. Uh, I'm not sure if they would care, though, because I think they're just, they are professional players in the market that are very comfortable with their position and kind of the type of business that they do. However, there is a case to be made for perhaps some PR initiatives. What are some other practical applications for this paper, for example, for the markets? So this is a really interesting question here, considering that today so many public firms are choosing to go private. So, for example, like Dell, while promising new ventures, for example, Uber, 
are choosing to stay private longer. You know, we just heard about Elon Musk's dissatisfaction with the public markets, um, his desire to take Tesla private. So first, we actually may want to reconsider the image of private equity firms as greedy and ruthless corporate raiders, even aside from PR, uh, and instead allow that they may in fact play a positive role in the markets and be great partners for firms and business units that benefit under private ownership more than they would under public ownership. So for example, when a good business may require a more long-term perspective, uh, a long-term investment that may not be appreciated by public market stockholders or equity analysts. And second, considering all of this recent talk about um, short-termism of public markets, all this focus on quarterly earnings, or the role that investors, whether institutional or uh, retail, should take in the governance of public firms, we may want to think about ways to improve and modernize corporate governance, regulations, or even investors' expectations to better align with the ways modern firms may create value so not just the private, but also public investors can benefit from ownership of high potential businesses. And what are some other future lines for this research? Well, there are a few things here. So first, I want to investigate the different facets of performance implications of PE uh, buyouts. So we know that private equity firms and their limited partners, their investors, um, generally seem to benefit when private firms engage in their business, especially as they sort of become more professional about it. However, what happens about to the parent companies that sell their divested uh, business units to private equity acquirers? Do they benefit from these divestitures or is it a strategic move on their part to sell to a private equity firm rather than a competitor? Um, it would be interesting to see the performance uh, implications of this. And on the other hand, private equity firms are also becoming much more active in Silicon Valley and the technology sector in general. And that's fascinating because that's a little bit different from the business that they used to engage in. Um, and we know, you know, we already know quite a bit about how firms like Facebook or Google engage in technology acquisitions or in investing in promising startups. Um, some of my own other research looks at that. But we know very little about how private equity firms operate in the settings, um, about how they create and capture value and what they actually do in high tech industries and whether that's different from their typical approach from their core business that's focused on the financials. So that's also on the project list. Paul, thanks for being here. Thank you. You can find all of Knowledge at Wharton's podcasts, articles, and more on our website, which is knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. You can find all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts or your other favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review. It does help like-minded folks to find the podcast. Thanks for listening. For more insight from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. Thank you.